welcome to the Linnaean Society of London. If you know the extension of the... Please wait a moment. Last summer, Linnaean Learning visited the Green Manor Festival in Wales to showcase the Museum of Lost Species. This fictional museum contains the life stories of different species that have become extinct due to human activity. We asked happy festival goers to listen to the stories and tell us how it made them feel. This podcast contains the stories of the Bramble K. Melamis, the West African Black Rhino, and the Rab's Fringe-Limbed Tree Frog, as well as the reactions of the people at Green Man Festival. listener we were vegans you know my entire species only ate trees and bushes it's not like we were dangerous but people thought our horns could cure diseases like fevers and cancer and so we were hunted down within 20 years 96 percent of our population were killed thousands and thousands of us our horns could sometimes be sold for up to a hundred thousand dollars that's like 75,000 pounds just for one horn. My parents would tell me stories that not too long ago, close to a million of our species lived in West Africa. Now there are none. How could the humans let this happen? We have relatives that live in other parts of Africa and across the world. I hope they don't join the museum too. Some humans are working hard to protect our relatives, the East African rhino, from the people who want to hunt them for their horns. In the past 20 years, the humans have managed to double the rhino population in East Africa. Only if they keep protecting them, will they be saved from extinction. Would you buy a horn if you knew an animal like me had died for it? Yeah, like, it seems really terrible. There were a million rhinoceroses not that long ago, and now there are of these none. It's like, it seems really surprising. I want to save the rhinos. That's uh, depressing. It's very uh, emotional hearing about the rhinos. Dear listener, my species were once spread throughout a vast forest, but when the humans started destroying our homes, we were forced to live closer and closer together. A disease hit the forest, and because we were all living together, we all quickly became sick. We dropped like flies. The humans captured the last few of us and took us away, but it was too late. In 2009, the last female died leaving just two males behind. Our species could not be saved. My friend got sick and died in 2012, leaving me as the last of my species. In 2016, I died, and our species became extinct. My name was Tuffy, which was given to me because I was strong enough to survive and become the last of my species. 
I lived most of my life in a botanical garden in Atlanta. I was born in Panama, though, where the humans found me and a few others. The rainforests where we lived were being destroyed to clear space for farming, oil extraction and buildings. Are our lives not worth more than oil and factories? My species was pretty awesome. Our scientific name, Ectomyohyloroborum, actually means marvellous. We were large and chocolatey brown with dark red eyes. One of our special tricks was that we could leap from high up on trees, spreading our webbed hands and feet to glide slowly down to the ground. It was a great way to get away from our enemies. The humans first became interested in us because our males do something pretty unusual. When we had babies, the fathers allowed their little children to nibble on their skin for food. We were pretty good dads, but now we're gone forever and stuck in the Museum of Lost Species. I often wonder if the humans are still destroying the forests. Do you have any idea? Uh, I think we need to stop subsidising unsustainable practices like unsustainable farming and use of land and logging and uh, find ways to fund more green technologies. I think we need to try and rebuild habitats that we've destroyed. Like, That's hard. I know, and, and like people really are... rebuild the tree. It's like things like, oh, we're cutting planting down trees, trees, and we are replanting them, but it's going to take hundreds of years for those trees to be as big as the old ones. It was a bit sad that because it said... Um, the rainforest was getting destroyed. Dear listener, those last few days were the worst. Strong storms hit the island again and again, like nothing we'd seen before. And the storms destroyed all the plants. We had nothing to eat. At the same time, something equally worrying was happening. Our perfect little island was disappearing. The sea that surrounded us was rising higher and higher. We quickly moved to the top of the island. On that final day... The water came up too high for us, and we were swept away into the sea. Our home was covered, and we were lost. I lived on a small island called Bramble Cay. It was covered in delicious leafy plants and surrounded by the amazing coral of the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. My family had lived there for thousands of years, and we were the only mammals on the island, though we had lots of other friends like the turtles and birds that still lived there. Humans came to the island quite often, and it was 20 years ago when they realised that our species was becoming endangered. It took them many years before they decided to try and help us survive on our sinking island, but it was too late. When they came to visit in 2011, and again in 2014, we were nowhere to be found. If only they could have come quicker, we might still be alive and not lost forever. 
It was impossible for us to survive with the rising sea levels when we live on the ground, but it was easier for our friends, the birds and the turtles. They now face extinction too. The frequent storms that hit the island are destroying their homes, like the rocky nests of the birds and the beaches where the sea turtles lay their eggs. With the climate changing as it is, I'll soon see my friends and many more join me in the Museum of Lost Species. If you could do something to prevent a species like mine becoming extinct, would you? They were, they were, they were basically pointing out how, how people like, are being blind to seeing how climate change is affecting the world. Um, it definitely makes you think about how we have an impact, but we're not completely aware of it most of the time. And sometimes you need to take a step back and consider other species. Yeah, it's quite sad uh, to hear the animal story and uh, like what happened to them, like due to just humans being, I guess, greedy. Yeah. <laughs>